AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we return to Our American Stories. And up next, a story about the first black lawman in Colorado, Willie Kennard. Here to tell the story is our regular contributor, Richard Muniz. Take it away, Rich. The man on horseback paused about a mile from the town. Like so many Old West communities, the town was made of logs, roughly sawn boards, and nailed together with dreams. He studied the community for a moment before urging the horse towards it. He didn't look like much. He was just a rangy, middle-aged cowhand like so many cowhands across the West. But if you studied him, you'd notice things about him. He wore his guns low. This was the sign of a man accustomed to fighting for his life. People looked at him with shock as he came into town. Now this was a novelty. Some wondered what he was doing here. After all, there were a few of his kind around. Maybe he was lost. But the miners in the town of Yankee Hill, Colorado were certain of one thing. This man was trouble. Why else would a black man be riding into their town? The year was 1874. The mining town was called Yankee Hill, Colorado. was high in the mountains. And it happened to be the personal playground of a man named Barney Casewitz. Now, Barney had bullied and terrorized the town for over two years. He had killed men, killed a marshal or two, 
scared off a few more and raped a 15-year-old girl named Bertie Campbell. When Bertie's father confronted him, Caswood gunned him down and left him dead in the street. A town marshal, a man named Craig, tried to arrest him. Caswood laid him out right next to Bertie's father. Ben Reed from nearby Ruby Hill replaced Craig. He didn't do any better. The next marshal left town after seeing Casewood kill two saddle tramps. Like the giant Goliath in the Bible, men feared him. No one could match him. No one challenged him. This was his, and no one and nothing would take it away from him. What this particular Goliath hadn't counted on was that David's have an annoying tendency to just show up. In his case, David had just ridden into town. Matt Borden owned the Square Deal General Store. He was also the mayor of Yankee Hill, and he and a couple of the city councilmen were discussing town business in Fat Sarah Palmer's Cafe over coffee when the black cowboy walked in. He went straight over to them and said, My name is Willie Kennard. I read your town's looking for a marshal. I'd like to apply for the job. Borden would say years later that he wasn't impressed. One of the councilmen looked up at Kennard and asked, you can read, boy? But if the comment irritated Willie, he didn't show it. Borden decided to have some fun with the applicant. He said, the hiring process is pretty steep. We have to make sure you can handle the job. Oh, and what is that? There's a man in the bar across the street. He's already killed several men to include two former marshals. Arrest him and the job is yours. They handed in the marshal badge, fairly sure they'd be getting it back soon. With a nod, the newly minted marshal started walking across the street. Now, if he's been expected Willie to run or just to die, that grossly underestimated him. Willie was a battle-hardened warrior. He'd fought a corporal with the 7th Illinois Rifle Company. He had also served with the 9th Cavalry, an entirely black unit that was at Fort Bliss, Texas, and later moved out to Fort Davis, Arizona. There he fought against the Apaches. Being a corporal made him a leader of men. His time in the units soon convinced others he knew his way around a firearm, and he became an instructor at the Montrose Training Camp. But when the war was over, and like so many others, Willie looked around and found very few opportunities for a man of his talents. So he drifted to Denver. And one day he reads about this town that needs a marshal. Now with minutes behind the badge, he walked into the saloon and he sees Casewood. He spent a minute studying him, knowing how he also wore his pistols low and he studied the man's two associates. Soon he approached the table and informs Casewood that he's under arrest. Well, Casewood and his friends thought that was probably the funniest thing they'd ever heard. I'm supposed to just come with you, Casewood asked. Where are we going? It's your choice, Willie answered. You can go to jail or you can go to hell. Well, now Casewood was in a pickle. And he had exactly two choices. Surrender or add to his list of killings. Option one didn't appeal to him. Option two was easy. He stood and tended to add to his list and started to reach for his pistols. What happened next is debated. Some say before he even touched the guns, Willie had drawn and fired twice. They said the bullets struck the pistols, nearly ripping him from the gun belt and rendered both weapons useless. Others say that Willie drew and clubbed Casewood hard across the side of the head with the drawn pistol. Unlike the Glocks and weapons favored today, the Old West pistol was American heavy metal at its very best. While the stories dispute what uh, happened to Casewood, no one disputes what happened to Casewood's buddies. Both tried to draw on the new marshal, and before they even got halfway out, he had taken them both out with a bullet between the eyes. Casewood went to jail. 
justice was very swift back then. Casey was tried for the rape of the Campbell girl, the murders of the marshals and the townspeople, and he was taken to the edge of town to a pine tree and hung. Stories have it that he wrapped his legs around the tree in an effort to keep from dying, but all that did was prolong his agonies. It was a fitting end for this brutal man. And the town of Yankee Hill had a new marshal. Willie was paid $100 a month, which is a little bit shy of $2,300 in today's money. Now, he did get tested again. There was a robber named Billy McGeorge. He was an escapee from the Colorado Territorial Prison. He formed a gang around himself, and they preyed on the freight wagons and the stages that ran the gold trail. The town council asked Marshal Kenner to track him down. Well, Kenner realized this wasn't such a great idea. Colorado is huge, Colorado is rugged, and he could chase these guys uh, all over the territory until doomsday and still never catch them. I'm going to make them come to me, he said. Soon, wanted posters started showing up on trees and posts. The marshal had put a bounty on McGeorge's head of a measly $50. Now, this ticked McGeorge off quite a bit. Every other marshal around was asking at least $300, but $50? Bucks? That almost wasn't worth walking across the street for. So what he decided to do was go into Yankee Hill, him and his gang, and they were going to explain the facts of life to this black man who had insulted him so. Well, they got to Yankee Hill, and Marshal Kennard was waiting for them. He was armed with a double-barrel shotgun. You men can just drop your weapons, Kennard ordered, loving the shotgun at them. One of them, an outlaw named Cash Downing, tried to pull on Willie. Willie blew him off the horse with a blast from the shotgun. The blast also killed the outlaw right next to Downing and blew the window out of the general's door. With one barrel still loaded and aimed right at him, McGeorge told his men to surrender. But as Kenner took them to jail, they breathed out threats of vengeance. They never got the chance. They soon found themselves dangling from the same tree that Casewood had died on a few months before. By 1877, Yankee Hill was a quiet town, but it was also a dying town. The gold in the area had ran out, and people were just moving on. Willie looked around and realized the place was going to be a ghost town soon. He handed in his badge and said, I'm going out east. I'm going to find myself a wife. Then Willie vanishes from history forever. Where he went, when he died, and where he's buried, they're unknowns. For the time being, and like so many Old West heroes, Willie Kennard rode into history, leaving a lasting legacy as Colorado's first black lawman. And a special thanks to Monty for doing the production on that piece and to Richard Munez for his terrific storytelling. And by the way, this was a real-life bad guy terrorizing a town and needed a real-life tough good guy to save him. And he did. And my goodness, the stories of towns, we've told a few and we'll be telling a lot more. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. We'll listen to in hundreds of affiliates all over this great country, and we love hearing your stories. Send them, heroes in your town, whether it's cops, first responders, or, well, heroic stories going way back to the early days in your town. Willie Kennard, Colorado's first black lawman, here on Our American Story. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 